Through our research, we also found that anything beyond four notes, if we were to create a pattern that had more than four notes in it, that it started to sound too much like a jingle and just out of place for an automobile. You know, automobiles are, you know, really just have single tone uh, dings. And so we knew we couldn't stray too far from that or we would start sounding too much like a cell phone or, you know, something out of context. Welcome to Audio Branding, the hidden gem of marketing. Sound plays a more important role in human behavior and our decision-making than you may realize. In this podcast, I'll help you understand the art and science of sound so you can better influence others in business and your life. I'm your host, Jody Krangle. Let's delve a little deeper. This is the second part of my interview with John Brennan and Sean Beeson from Sonic Signatures. I, I do want to get to asking you about any particular real-world examples of where this has all become important and, and how it's all come together. But I also wanted to ask you, just before we got there, what happens when things change in the company? Do they come back to you to update the Sonic logo or the, the audio strategy? Do you refresh things when they've changed those pieces of software, maybe like, you know, the hardware bits like months later, do they come back to you to get you to revise things? How does that work? Yeah, and I think Sean might be able to answer that question too, even just based on, I know some of the hardware devices and, and sounds you've worked on, Sean, that like ringtones even where you, the sound already existed, but then the hardware changed, software changed, then you had to go back and, and make that sound work again, but still uh, be recognizable. Yeah. Yeah. I think when you're the more specific you're creating audio for something intentionally, the more often you have to go back and fix things when things are changed. Um, and a, a great example of that is if the size of a driver, you know, a speaker changes in a hardware device, you know, you, you haven't created sounds specific to that speaker to have this fullness in this richness of bass. And then if they make the speaker smaller, all of a sudden that bass is, is maybe not present. Um, and as much as I would like to say that they always come back and say, hey, help us fix that. Usually if there's not someone there that has the best interest of audio in mind, it, it's, it is often overlooked, right? And so I think that's also kind of the, the personal touch with audio is that what we are creating is not just an asset. What we're, we create, whether it's sounds or music or branding, is an experience. We're creating a custom-tailored connection to the brand, to the product. And so, we, you know, I take personal responsibility with making sure that that is executed uh, the way that it's designed from, you know, uh, conception to execution. Uh, and often... You know, they'll change stuff, uh, features in software, and they'll just leave the sounds as is uh, way too often. But I wish they would come back so that we can fix things just so that it can sound better. Yeah, yeah. You know, and just echoing up onto that would be um, audio guidelines, you know, and how important those are. Because once we hand off that final product, you know, you're handing it to the brand team that, you know, doesn't really have someone on staff that excels in audio. You know, usually they do have uh, graphic designers and people on their teams that, that do excel in visual, but with audio, they don't. And so 
the more specific you can dial in those user guidelines for your audio, that the better off it's going to get used in the best light. So our audio guidelines are very detailed documents that um, really spell out all the different scenarios on how you can use this audio and how it can be implemented across all your different media and different touch points, you know, uh, in the most effective ways. Yeah, yeah, I can see how it would be super important. So there you go, folks. If you are listening to this and you have an audio brand already and you haven't updated it <laughs> or you're using it in different places that you haven't really re-looked at in a while, you might want to look at that a little more closely. <laughs> Make sure that you have the best sound that you can possibly have because, you know, this this should not be an afterthought as we've been talking here. <laughs> That's kind of the whole reason I have this podcast, so that sound is not an afterthought. <laughs> but I wanted to get into real-world examples of some of the things that you've worked on. Can you share some of those projects and, and how they turned out and where they're being used now? Sure. So we actually have two projects that um, just entered the market. Uh, they're very different from each other, which is kind of fun. Uh, so Union Home Mortgage um, is a 50-year-old mortgage company. And they came to us seeking audio branding, knowing um, that they wanted an audio logo to help them stand out and create differentiation in the market. And the reason for that is they are experiencing incredible competition with this uh, pandemic housing boom. So it's really not only our uh, you know, home buyers competing for every house, but the mortgage companies themselves are uh, facing incredible competition. And so they knew that they wanted to stand out and, um, you know, create that differentiator in the market and then audio logo would do that for them. Um, but part of the, the research and discovery with Union Home Mortgage was finding out, you know, what they needed to do as a company to stand out, you know, what makes them different. And the two things that really stood out for them were a focus on technology and innovation. And then secondly, the um, connection that their brand partners have with their clients, that they really excel in exceptional personal service. And those are the two differentiators that we knew the audio logo had to speak to the most. And so we created an audio logo for them that sounded still, it sounds like technology and innovative, but at the same time, it's also warm and, and has that um, human connection to it as well. And so through our research, you know, we, we showed different audio logos and different sounds that emphasize technology and innovation. And a lot of those sound cold and, and hard and electronic in nature. And so we, and it was part of that discovery process that we knew we still had to sound technology innovation, but we still had to sound warm and friendly as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you have an example of how that ended up? Sure. Yeah. And so this is the full audio logo. It's in two parts. And so you'll see it's Union Home Mortgage, and then it has Promises Kept. And Promises Kept is their, their tagline. And so they can use those as one complete audio logo, or they can be broken apart and used uh, discreetly as well. And so this is the complete audio logo. Union Home Mortgage. Promises Kept. I love it. Okay, so the voice actually mirrors the music. That's actually really cool. Yeah. 
And it does sound warm and inviting. Yeah. Oh, thank you. And so that is that is one of the best practices out there that uh, we use is that this, the uh, syllables in Union Home Mortgage, and there's five, and that uh, relates to the five musical notes in the melody. Um, and then obviously her voice is timed to that as well. And so you kind of get that reinforcement um, from both a melodic standpoint and a spoken standpoint. Mm-hmm. And I imagine at the end of just about any ad they had, you could just play those notes. And once people have heard this enough times, they'll just be able to clue in that that's who it is. <laughs> that's right. And here's here's what that sounds like. Union Home Mortgage. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Nicely done. So they're using it now? This is out in the market right at the moment? It is. Yeah. And so that's nationally uh, throughout the United States. Okay. And have they gotten any feedback from it yet? Do you know? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, When I talked to the CMO um, last month, I mean, she was just very, very happy with the performance and the reaction um, so far. Great. Yeah. Are you looking for ways to improve your company's or podcast's impact? You'd be surprised how powerful the use of an intentional audio branding strategy can be. Want to know more? I have a free downloadable PDF that gives you my five tips for implementing an intentional audio strategy at voiceoversandvocals.com audio branding strategy. That location does ask to put you on a mailing list just to send you updates on when the new podcasts come out. But if you really don't want to give your email out, I understand. Just contact me directly. My email is all over my website. And I'll make sure you get that PDF without needing to sign up anywhere. If you do sign up, though, you also get access to a resources section called The Studio, where I have videos, white papers and PDFs, discounts from my guests, and snippets of audio from my guests that no one else gets to hear. So maybe it's worth your while. Totally up to you. And of course, if you're looking for voiceovers, you can get in touch with me about that, too. Now, back to the podcast. Yeah, that that kind of industry, like like you're saying, it can be very competitive. So different, definitely being able to differentiate yourself in that market is a very good thing. And I think that brand will last them quite some time, you know, even beyond the, the voice itself, because once they've used this enough, you don't have to hear the tagline. You, you just hear the notes and you'll recognize who it is and what they do. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and part of the um, guidelines we were talking about earlier is so Union Home Mortgage does a lot of sports sponsorships. And so they actually do have celebrities who do um, some of the voiceovers through their TV commercials. And so that was a rare exception where we said, well, in those commercials, the celebrity should actually voice the Union Home Mortgage audio logo as well. Oh, yeah. And so it creates that secondary um, endorsement of the brand, you know, and it's a continue, you know, contiguous advertisement as well. I'm curious about something, actually, when you're playing that in certain areas of the country, do you use different um, instruments or um, is it all the same logo? I'm wondering how dynamic this can be. I'm, I'm assuming you could yeah. change the instruments if you wanted to. You could speed it up. You could slow it down. I don't know what, you know. Make it a minor note, make it a major note, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I think especially if this were international and, you know, going um, throughout the world, you could definitely do regional plays mm-hmm. on the music, different instrumentation. There's some great examples out there. MasterCard uh, yeah. being one of them where they obviously uh, have changed the brand theme and audio logo to match um, 
you know, the different regional music where it plays. Yeah, it's a really fascinating study and definitely works on that whole dynamic thing, which I really like hearing about because it makes it a much more personal experience for all of us to to get that audio and to really take it into our hearts, you know, have it really meet us where we are. <laughs> mm -hmm. So what about uh, the second example that you have for us? What was that company and, and what was it like putting that together? Yeah, Sean, you want to take this one? Yeah. Yeah, so the, the second company is Keep Trucking, and they are a company that uh, creates a hardware device that is to be installed in uh, a truck, a semi-truck, usually in, in fleets of trucks that will help uh, coach and keep track and monitor the driving uh, capabilities of the driver, and it will alert them to things that can be improved in their driving, but also alert them if they need if they need to have maintenance on their truck or if they've been driving too long, uh, if they're tailing somebody too close, if they're turning too sharp. Uh, so we we actually created the audio for their hardware device, uh, and it is a device that is installed uh, as a camera that keeps track of, of what the driver's seeing, but also uh, watches the driver as well. And it, it creates, again, feedback for how they're driving. Talk about dynamic. Wow. Yes. <laughs> so what does that sound like? There's a lot of uh, different coachable interactions that the device has. And so we went through the entire list of all of the the things that this device would either alert or notify or track the driver's behaviors. And we said these are the most important buckets that we need to have some kind of audio interaction for uh, to kind of help the driver. And and we created sounds for, for those buckets. And there is no screen, uh, but there is some visual feedback with a flashing light that is on the device. And so there are colors and pulses of these colors that, that accommodate the sounds uh, based on the category that they're in. And so what was kind of unique about this project is that the audio is played back in an environment that is, is very noisy. Um, it's not like creating a sound on a phone where it's a very personal kind of in-your-face device. Yeah, This has to be able to compete against the noise of a truck cab as well as be able to compete against other sounds that they might be hearing that is really loud <laughs> it is it is quite loud yeah and the sounds needed to be different than the sounds you would hear from like a dashboard alert you know if it's check your engine or you know uh, your oil pressure's low or whatever sure. it needs to match kind of match that ecosystem but it needs to be set apart um, especially since some of these sounds might be played more frequently they also needed to be sounds that were not entirely digital and cold and grating and so we have sounds that kind of match these categories and then there's also a voice that uh, that will also give feedback to the driver uh, so I think John has some of those sounds that we can listen to. Or I don't know if John wants to chime in a bit more with the process of, of kind of creating these sounds. Yeah, feel free. Yeah, and so the five category sounds each have a different shape uh, 
musically to the melody. Now, when you say shape, how do you mean that exactly? For, for you know, people who don't understand that, including me, I'm not really sure exactly what you mean by that. So <laughs> Yeah. Well, you can think of it as like the orientation of the notes and the melody. So like okay. an ascending melody would be a shape that you can think of as going up. And I so, see. Okay. Yeah. And so like that would be something is starting, something is activating. And so this is the smart dash cam sound uh, for it, it being turned on. And so it's an ascending melody. Smart dash cam activated. Ah, oh, such a pleasant voice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And will that cut through all the noise? Have you tested it? Yeah. And so that was tested in a test environment with truck noise. It was tested in truck cabs on the <laughs> device. Um, you know, and part of that was like we knew the sounds, you know, had to be in that mid-range frequency where the human hearing is the most uh, sensitive, you know, so we, we, we could cut through. I mean, if you try to play a bass, something in the lower bass range, uh, even, you know, something 800 hertz, it's going to be, it's going to get lost in the rumble of the road. And so we knew we, we wanted to be in, you know, this mid-range frequency. That makes a lot of sense. All of the sounds are very rich harmonically as well. I mean, that was something that I think we continually came back to with these sounds. We would have the shape, we would have the correct tone and color of the instruments, but we continued to make the, the, the harmonics more rich by uh, layering sounds that really only serve to make the harmonics, you know, add these fifths add these these tenths add things that are that uh, add to the overall richness and brilliance to the sound which i also think helps for that identification uh, of these sounds over say a, a dashboard ding or you know over listening to the radio you know which we know people do when they're driving a truck sure you know and so it's it's also affecting the musicality you know of these these sounds as well but through our research, we also found that anything beyond four notes, if we were to create a pattern that had more than four notes in it, that it started to sound too much like a jingle and just out of place for an automobile. You know, automobiles are, you know, really just have single tone uh, dings. And so we knew we couldn't stray too far from that or we would start sounding too much like a cell phone or, you know, something out of context. Very good point, yeah. Are there any other sounds from that one that you can share? Sure. Yeah, so this is, I think, I think one that, it, yeah, so this is a hard-breaking notification here. Hard break detected. Okay. And so the sound of that shape ends going down, you know, up and down. And so that's like, we think of that as something that's being received. Mm -hmm. And so that is an after-the-fact notification that you just hard braked, we're letting you know that, you know, that, that event was received. Mm -hmm. um, interesting. Yeah. And then, but the opposite of that is an event that is ongoing, something that is happening currently. And so this event is what we call a high, a high alert notification. Something is going on currently that needs a change. And so the more immediate a sound is, the simpler that the the sound needs to be as well. So just a repeated tone um, shows you that this is very important, high alert. Please keep your eyes on the road. <laughs> That's a good warning. <laughs> One would hope you don't get that a whole lot. <laughs> yeah. You know, and just those three 
repeated tones are processed by the brain so much more quickly and easier than a set of notes in a melody, for instance. I know we're all dealing with a lot these days, so I really wanted to acknowledge those that have gone out of their way to leave an honest review of this podcast. Like Martha, who writes, Fave. Listening to this podcast really helped my company's audio branding. I love the two-part episode with Tom Emanson. They complemented each other well, too. Thanks, Martha. I really appreciate your comments, and I'm glad you enjoyed the show with Tom. That's one of my favorites, too. He was really great to talk to. And for those of you that are interested, you can also leave a voice review now off of the main podcast page. It's super simple and fun, and I'd love to hear what you think. Now, back to the show. Really interesting how all this goes. You have more of them? Yeah, Sean, do you want to speak on the um, time-based notifications? Yes. Yeah. So the time-based notifications, uh, I think sometimes what's the most simple concept is can be the most effective. And so anything that's time-based, we really just tried to emulate the sound uh, of a clock or the, the sound of a chime that sounds like it is in time. Um, and these are ones that, you know, maybe you need to get maintenance on your truck or maybe you are approaching the maximum allotment of time that you're able to to drive uh so they're saying hey you've been driving 10 hours or nine hours you need to take a break we're going to play the sound and it will play the sound uh multiple times you know every different intervals of time until you either get that maintenance or or you stop and so the sound needed to be one that is notifying the driver but not exactly uh, we don't want it to be too annoying um, because they know that they need to have that maintenance done or they need to stop. But this is kind of just a gentle reminder that like, hey, it's time. It's time. So let's, uh, and you can hear how this one kind of has a pulse to it uh, that sounds clock-like. You are approaching your hours of service limit. And simple things just like having the notes be high, going ding, 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 and having the notes just be offset a little bit gives it that distinct character versus having the notes being perfectly aligned in unison. And at that point, it, it may not sound much different than uh, just a generic uh, UI sound. They might think it's coming from their phone. They might think it's coming from the radio. It's coming from their car. Mm -hmm. But having these sounds that match the instrumentation and the coloration of the other sounds on the device uh, and it has this distinct shape to it is something that hopefully they can learn and they can they can use that as kind of a coaching mechanism for the driver that that's yeah it's pretty fantastic what you can do with sound just to make people pay attention but i like that you've differentiated it from their phone or other devices they might have on them so that it does actually sound different so that they'll know to pay attention to it because <laughs> that's yeah. that's a good thing right like they they may have turned off the notifications on their phone or something for some reason but you want them to pay attention if they're going over their time limit. <laughs> mm -hmm. In our initial creation with these sounds, we kept saying we need to sound so much different than a car. We need to we need to be outside of the way that a vehicle sounds. And we continually revise these sounds, even though the shapes in the melodies would stay the same, the orientation of the notes would, would stay the same. We kept 
having the sounds get closer and closer to being like the sound that's in a car because that's what the drivers are trained to hear. They're trained to hear this specific kind of a sound and know that it is something that they need to pay attention to. And so it was that fine line of not being like that, but being enough like that, that it's something that they're familiar with. And that's all part of the iterative process of creating and discovering uh, and finding out what can be the most effective. Yeah. And I was just going to chime in on that and basically say that, you know, it's that type of discovery that is so important to have the composers, the designers in the room, you know, because if you are working with a larger company that you're just working with their staff producer, it's managing multiple jobs, you know, they might create a brief. That information is going to get lost, you know, in between the lines. But by having the experts in the room who are actually creating the sounds, you can have that back and forth iterative discussion on, you know, what is the long-term most effective solution? Yeah. It's, it's good to have all the input from everyone who is really involved in the company as well, because they kind of know the character of it as well and can help you guys understand that so that you can put it into the sounds. It just makes a lot of sense. So what are you guys working on now? I mean, you, you talked about that proposal that you just put in. <laughs> Is there anything else that's coming down the pike in the next little while? Oh, we're just, or the uh, next long while? <laughs> yeah. Who knows when this, will, when this podcast will come out? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. Well, hopefully one of these proposals will uh, land. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, we've got multiple out there right now. And uh, you know, hopefully we'll, you know, by the time this airs, we'll be on to the next one. Great. Yeah. And how can people reach out to you, find you on the web, find you on social? Uh, SonicSignatures.io is the website. And Sean Beeson and John Brennan are both on LinkedIn. And uh, we will get right back to you. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much. This has been really educational. (laughs) I loved hearing the sounds, too, because that was just, uh, you know, the real world examples are always nice to, to hear, to see how it all turns out, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you for having us Great. on. Yeah, thank you, Jody. Thanks so yeah. much. Well, that's the end of this episode. Thanks for listening. And if you like what you heard, why not tell a friend about this podcast? It's available in all the usual locations. Until next time. Until next time.